friends, welcome to this week's episode of Esports Wrap. Sorry about that, folks. I had a slight issue with my microphone. But we're back, and let's do this. So, welcome to this week's episode of Esports Wrap. I'm your host, Michael Amorgan, and normally I would have a guest. Uh, I was actually expecting my co-host uh, from time to time, Dwan, to be a part of the show. I'm still expecting her, so she may still turn up a little bit later on during the episode. That said, uh, <laughs> over the weekend, a game that a lot of people have been having severe reactions to, uh, extreme reactions to, I should really and truly say, came out. It's called Anthem. And this is a new take on some really good Ludum Shootum type games, I should say. Uh, for the most part, it's what a lot of people have been calling the game that Iron Man should have been. At least in how you fight and, uh, well, not necessarily how you fight. It does take elements from it. But definitely from how you fly and maneuver around. Because you're actually in a suit. Much like Iron Man's. Um, you have the stealthy ones, which is the interceptors. You have the rangers, which are more... What you would normally see from an Iron Man suit. You've got the Colossus, which is very similar to the Hulkbuster. And then you've got the Storm, which... Quite honestly, I don't think I've ever really seen an Iron Man suit quite match up. That one's pretty much just uh, similar to the Interceptor in design, except instead of being uh, what a lot of the community calls the Interceptor are Ninja Boys, the Storm is a... <laughs> I've seen a lot of different ones with this one. A Sparkly Boy, an Elemental Boy... There's a lot of different names, but essentially he's an elemental character. And let's roll back just a little bit and actually get an understanding as to what Anthem really is about. Anthem, the name, comes from the Anthem of Creation, which inside the story is pretty much the sound or source or power that helps shape reality. Uh, I won't get too much into detail on that because this is gonna we're gonna try and make this a spoiler-free episode, so anyone can watch this without worrying that we're gonna be giving away a bunch of information that will then later spoil the game for them. Now, your job as a freelancer, which is what your uh, your task as that's how you make money, and essentially you're doing odd jobs of security safety saving the world you know no big thing just you know and a day's work now the game starts off with you pretty much having come out of and this is quite literally the first thing that you see in the game so i'm not counting this as a spoiler but essentially the city that you used to live in has now been ravaged and um by these things called titans and these are elemental creatures 
that are really big, do a lot of damage, and can be a pain in the butthole to uh, essentially take down. And there are levels to these guys. You have, like, at least five different levels. I think it's around five different levels for Titans. And they can be the smaller ones, the Ash ones, the... Lord. Either way, they become a problem. And they're one of the big baddies inside the game that you need to consistently take down when you're out in the world or when you're in missions. And that then brings us up to, well, back to the story. Your your city pretty much is destroyed by this, and you and your team leave and find a new city. Uh, there's a lot of contention about that, and you'll find out more about that during the story. And that brings us up into another element of this. Now, one of the things that people have been really going on about since the game has launched well and even during the demos was that the story was lackluster and you know what that's fine that's fine that they're saying that i want to just come out clean and say this the majority of the people that i've heard giving bad reviews are those that somehow feel entitled uh, be they reviewers who didn't get special access and to play the full game before everyone else, like they do for a lot of other video games. Uh, hey, welcome to the stream, Ja and Ease. How you doing today? Uh, okay. The next part about it inside the story for Anthem, I should really and truly say is you know while these reviewers have been pretty much saying that the game sucks and it's been getting anywhere from about five to seven out of ten by a lot of different uh video game <laughs> hey jay bruce <laughs> thanks <laughs> and okay thanks for saying jk ja and ease which one do you prefer ja and e ja ease or ja and ease yeah, that sounds actually kind of like a canal Janies. But let's continue. While these people have been making these, uh, oh, thanks for following. Welcome to the cookie pack. <laughs> but yeah, while these guys have been making these reviews, and honestly, some of them have been very judgmental. And some of them have actually been a little ill-timed because they, they started writing these up based on the demos. Either the VIP demo, which happened for the persons that pre-ordered the game, the people that, when they did the open world demo for the PS4 and um, users and whatnot, and then they did a week early, so an early access for certain persons who were on PC. And that is where part of the problem actually came in okay so i will call you ja jahi sorry okay jahi so yeah like i'm saying the issue for pc is that 
and I've, I've actually had a few friends that kind of mentioned this as well they're saying it's the same source code so and so and so and i'm like yeah it's kind of the same source code but it's still different because they can throw it inside of an engine which can then produce it for different platforms but each one of those platforms technically has different apis uh different code sets of code you know things work differently what happens on pc won't necessarily happen for ps4 won't necessarily happen to xbox and that's what some people aren't getting so while they may have had some issues with their pc which admittedly the game does not feel like it was meant originally for pc and there's a lot of people that say you know this game feels like it was ported over from a console system to windows and that could be actually quite true especially with the way how xbox has been moving like they could have made it for xbox and just kind of tweaked it a little bit for pc uh to answer your question jay um i do but i don't play it often enough uh it's been a while since i've actually played any uh seasons or even the default save the world campaign mode uh but yes back to anthem and here's the thing guys when you start to base something off of an early access or a demo essentially things that i've quite literally seen them say we're basing this off of early access we're expecting things to get fixed for the day one patch when they admit that they're writing this information before the day one patch even comes out when it's available to everyone it kind of comes off feeling a little shady at least in my opinion now while i'm saying that i'm not saying you know these places are bad or you know don't use these places so on and so forth what i'm saying is they haven't really focused in on what they should be talking about and that's actually gameplay after day one not launch because admittedly there are a ton of games that launch poorly and I think the real criticism that comes in is because people are looking at this game at the same time that they're looking at something like Apex Legends. And that's honestly not fair uh, because Apex Legends is made by a completely different company. Uh, not only that, it's also, how should I put this, a completely different type of game. Now, when I say that, I mean, when you really take a look at it and take a look at how this is really built out, then it kind of comes across, you know, you have a battle royale game, which is already a fairly, fairly simple thing. The map is only so big versus an almost MMORPG in a sense, or a multi, uh, multi, massive multiplayer online game role-playing game i should say uh which essentially is what this is because you are playing as a character you are going through a story and sure it's a looter shooter which some people have you know they they don't agree with the whole term looter shooter um but that's essentially what it is and so you have a lot less to design for with something like apex legends 
sure you have to work with the servers you have to do with the characters make sure the animation's right make sure that the systems are working right and to apex's uh credit yeah the ping system that they did they worked on that for a month just playing without any audio or any other cues or anything like that just to make sure that system worked and that's great anthem on however should not really be compared to that it should be compared to other mmos which admittedly probably the biggest one out there is either final fantasy uh 14 or world of warcraft and let's admit pretty much every time a new patch comes well a new uh expansion comes out for those games crap it's the fan and it's not pretty and you, there's generally bugs there's generally issues of some sort and things just don't go well so let's move on from that and actually get into well this let's actually get into the story itself i already told you about the intro and what you start as and people have been knocking the story for this game saying that it is lackluster and that it doesn't actually have a lot of depth and i actually disagree because the stories that these characters have while they may be random at certain points where as you're developing the city and your relationships with people and so on and so forth new people start to show up you have new conversations and that's kind of how real life works it's not going to be the same persons every day sometimes you're going to be hearing things as you're passing sometimes just some person wants to talk with you that you don't really know and i think that has to be one of the key points in this that people have to recognize certain conversations aren't going to be more than hey how are you doing or tell me about yourself so on and so forth and you learn a little bit about that person some can go you know different days you meet up randomly you talk and then you've got your friends and family and co-workers and so on and so forth that you talk to regularly and develop that closer relationship with that's essentially what this game is like on all of those aspects because yes you have the odd person here or there uh <laughs> like our resource shop lady um then you've got people like um uh, an old lady that you meet later down the line uh who thinks you're her son and that's as much of i'm, I'm gonna say it's that one is actually a little heartfelt um then you've got just the continuous missions and you know admittedly the game can get a little monotonous when it comes to having to walk around and talk to people because you go out on a mission having cleared out and talk to everyone in the city go out on a mission come back which is you know in game hours that would probably be a few hours uh before like a mission would have been cleared and something like that then you come back and then there are more people to talk to sometimes it's the same person you just finished clearing with but that's because the storyline has been backed up a little bit so you know you go on more missions and more things eventually start to show up and i can see where people would start to try to rush through it but don't don't rush through the story don't rush through talking to people enjoy it because that's where they spent a lot of time and the design of this game both graphically and story-wise 
are actually very well done. And I think it's actually a little heartbreaking that people are just knocking it without saying, you know, it, it has no depth. Because I've actually grown attached to certain characters. Uh, Owen, Matthias, Aruna, uh, Haluk, Faye. You know, these. there are many other characters inside this game that are kind of pivotal characters. Or at least more well-known ones. Like Max. Or Negan. Or sorry, not Negan. Neeson. Uh, I hate that guy. If you played Anthem, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When I say I hate him. But. The point that I'm getting at. And I'm going to just end the story part with this. Is that. While. You know. They're, they're doing all that. Saying all of that. You have to. Just enjoy it. Because. If you rush through it. You're going to miss a lot. And it's the little things. Like a lot of people. I'm pretty sure they don't know. That inside the game. Even after you've talked to someone. Sometimes they'll send you mail. Just It's almost like an email system where you find out more about that character. They actually have newsletters that you can get sent to you inside the game about fashion, eco economics, uh, this, that, and the next. And there's even a radio show. And it's kind of competitive because there are two. There are factions of people in this game that prefer one radio show to the other radio show. And with that... It's kind of weird because these are those old time radio shows that used to come in back in the day where they were very dramatic and, oh, I love you and na 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 and so on and so forth. And <laughs> like, I listen to it because it's actually part of the story that, you know, kind of comes up and different characters are listening to these shows and it's kind of like, they bring it up so that you can actually listen to the show in the game. And it's kind of interesting. So trust me when I say there's a lot more to the story than meets the eyes. And I think people just need to spend the time and actually do that. On the same token, I think the game could actually do a lot better in explaining where everything is. Because for the most part, and I'm starting to get into gameplay here. Things aren't necessarily explained very well when it comes to this game. Uh, everything from, you know, how you actually do combos or uh, how certain things work, like certain gears and items work versus, okay, so like masterworks or legendaries and like the specs and even certain icons. Um, so, for example, if you take a look at a gun that's in the game and you see a humanoid looking figure that means essentially that that stat affects the entire um system the javelin that you're using so everything let's say it gives you 15 percent damage that means your guns will do 15 percent more your uh special abilities will do 15 percent more your ultimate will do 15 percent more so on and so forth on the other hand if it just has a gear looking icon, it means only that gun will have a 15% damage boost. And then it's not said anywhere, anywhere inside the system, well, inside the game or, you know, so on and so forth. So that's disappointing. And of course, like I mentioned, the game did launch with bugs and we found bugs back in the VIP demo 
hardcore. It was hardcore inside the VIP demo. Um, I found issues during the open. Actually, you know what? I did not really have any issues inside the open beta. Uh, one of my co-hosts, Chris, he did though. And actually, no, we were continuous to be, we were every once in a while we get kicked off of the system. Uh, that was, that was the main issue right there. And it would just happen randomly. And, you know, that issue's still kind of there. And it's annoying. And, you know, truth be told, it's not really anything to do with the game development or design or anything like that. It's actually more so with EA servers because it's EA servers that don't seem to be able to handle things very well with the amount of people that are actually playing this game, which is surprising because you're not seeing that with other games from EA. But then again, this game is first launch and it's much bigger than something that's online like than something like Apex Legends in terms of all the stuff that it needs to pretty much register. Uh, because in Apex Legends, you're just loading up character information. Anthem, you're quite literally loading up character information, loot drops, uh things that you want to fight things that are moving around uh the random wildlife that are just there uh visual effects like rain so on and so forth um that actually have an effect on your javelin so yeah there's a lot of little things inside of it that cause the game to run not as well and i must rem um, touch back on the point that you know a lot of the reviews that you're probably seeing are based on the PC version from back before the patches even happened. And even since that day one patch, another patch has come out. And that's one of the great things about this game is that the developers are actually being very, very vocal about things that are happening. Issues, they're saying, you know, okay, we understand that this is happening. We'll try to fix this and so on and so forth. And honestly, I would say they've done a fantastic job on it because i haven't seen pretty much any game that the developers are that dedicated to answering people's questions like they have a mega thread on reddit where you post your issue and a, a developer will pretty much answer you there you can tweet them on twitter and they'll respond to you or they will tell you what's happening on their own personal twitter accounts and you can find out what's happening like that as well it's very few games that do stuff like that. I think Final Fantasy, I, I think maybe like one other game that really have an in-depth community like that, that, you know, is consistently talking. Um, some people were saying that, you know, on launch day, the devs were quiet and, you know, people were a little scared about that. And admittedly, I was a little like, okay, they are being more quiet than usual. What's going on? And then they dropped an entire Reddit thread, uh, pretty much saying what all they're going to be fixing, things that were uh, touched on with the day one. Uh, so the day one patch, then they went on to talk about what's happening in the next patch, which is going to be fixing some of the issues that people were talking about. And then they did a whole post on their own thing where they, their devs pretty much, you know, answered, well, said, this is what's happening. We're sorry, you know, we'll, actually, you know what? I wonder if I could find that. Um, news, latest news, and blah, 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 blah. 
Highlights from the community at launch. I don't think that's it. And update notes. Maybe this is it. Day one patch notes. Yeah, okay. So... Please excuse the... Uh, Again, I was expecting Dwan here. She should be on shortly, though. Uh, so we've got day one patch notes here. So they have all this information, the stuff that was changed. And trust me, this is a lot. Um, things that they were patching, just fixing for everything from javelins to the user interface to crafting to so on and so forth. All of this happened day one. And then, you know, now that things were actually launched, they said, you know, here's what's happened, credits, so on and so forth. And they showed off some Lancers and people having fun. And then we have this post, which is the key post, I think I should really say. Uh, this guy, <laughs> he pretty much is saying, you know, Today's worldwide launch marks a big milestone for Anthem here at BioWare. We're excited and at the same time a little anxious. Coming off of our early access periods, we understand that we have a lot of work ahead of us to continue to improve the game. As a live service team, a core tenet for us is listening hard to the community, which they have been doing really well. We use that insight to fix issues and make quality of life fixes to the game. Our most recent patch, the one I just showed you guys, uh, the one you're playing well, then reflects your feedback you can see the list of changes here which i showed you many came from listening to you beyond that we have a growing list of important of improvements we're evaluating for the future you're starting to see the next of those coming this week which has now since released while the launch of our is our most significant step it's also the first of many in fulfilling our long-term vision for the game he looks at today from two perspectives. As a gamer, he's excited that what they've created with Anthem and the promise that it carries for a long future behind the game's lush world, immersive lore, rich characters, and core gameplay. As a developer, he also knows that uh, he's worked hard to um, strike a balance of engaging Bioware's story combined with a fun action gameplay and multiplayer progression. He also knows how much more we want to bring, um, how much more that they want to bring to the game. So they also then showed a new roadmap system because before the game really launched, they showed us a roadmap and it, uh, it was there and, you know, so on and so forth, but it wasn't a hundred percent like you can still see that there were some issues here and there and things weren't really talked about that much i was talking with them and kind of went over the story uh and how they essentially saying that you know people were saying that even though the story is lackluster and stuff like that there's a lot of stuff that people haven't really looked into um everything from stopping just rushing it to actually just sitting down reading and actually engaging with these things because there's a lot of character development that happens with not just the main characters that you see but even with like the little smaller characters that you just randomly meet here and there 
And sometimes they'll just like uh, send you an email and I talk to them about the email system. Like for example, the uh, profit guy, the street profit. You just randomly see him one day and he'll be talking something. And if you just stand there and just listen to him for a little bit, he'll then send you an email and, you know, he'll say, you know, he's doing, he's acting a little crazy on purpose, so on and so forth. And like, you understand these characters so much more than if you were just going Exactly. Especially if you just like skip a bunch of stuff as well, just to rush through it. So, yeah, but what was your take on the story? Because I know some people were hitting on that fairly hard. I mean, I feel like the story is silly and dumb. <laughs> so, I can't really... Uh, okay, for what it is, like, I don't mind it. Uh, I mean, okay, I was a bit disappointed at how quickly I got there, because I think... We played it from the release date, which was 12 on Friday, 12 a.m. on Friday. And so we played it on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I th- when did we reach Endgame? Like basically like yesterday? Yeah, we finished Endgame kind of late yesterday. At least I did. I know you. Yeah, we, were, we I was done by Sunday, I think. Like yeah. by Sunday, I for sure, for sure I was done. Uh, I mean... We basically played that game all day. So yeah. I can't really say, like, honestly, like, as soon as I woke up after I brushed my teeth and played, like, I hop. I didn't really go. So I just basically say don't play the game. So, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure had we done it a bit more healthier, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it, it would have been, been longer than... It would have been as it was intended, but because we kind of... I wouldn't say we rushed it, but because we liked the game so much, we played it so often that we ended up um, hitting the end a bit quicker than I had anticipated. My only gripe with the story was um, the ending felt a bit anticlimactic for the amount of buildup that it had throughout the whole storytelling. And I think they could have done a better job um, kind of prolonging that and kind of making sure... Because they did, they did a good job of making sure like, the, the contracts and the side quests kind of lined up with it. Um, for example, when you needed... You actually needed to like complete um, Matthias's storyline in order to continue playing the main storyline. I thought that was pretty cool. It was a... Tr- it, it, I don't want to say tricky. It was a um, clever way of not only halting the player, like making sure that they didn't rush through the game as quick, but it was a good way to kind of like make sure that the side characters got their spotlight because you could have like easily just played the main mission, but they made sure that like the side characters got their little um, their little moment. So it was a, like a little clever way that they did that. And I, I could appreciate it for what it was. But... I still wish, like, there was a lot of things. I felt like there was a lot of things going on in the background that we didn't really get to see, like, the storyline. Are we allowed to say spoilers? I'm trying to keep this one a spoiler-free one. Okay. Okay, so there's a this is a part of the story. I know you're going to talk about when you reach the temple. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you know how a certain character popped back up, and I was like, what happened to you, like, I mean, I mean, I understand, like, they're trying to tell the story through the eyes of the freelancer, but then at the same time, like, they could have, they could have clue us in or, like, have some kind of missions, like, hinting to, like, him doing stuff with the thing or, like, 
just, even like just rumor i heard a rumor you know like yep. just, just like little rumors here and there or something like that saying like okay like this thing was out and on the loose and like doing stuff like you know what i mean so it didn't feel like it was just like it was like a I don't know. I, I think they were kind of hoping for like a shock impact, like, oh my God, what happened to you? But it came off like a, did I miss something? Like, that's how it came off. It was like, I, like, did I skip? Like, was there something like in the side stories that I was supposed to see and I didn't get to see? It was kind of like that kind of feeling. And I don't know. I think they were going for the shock factor more, but it kind of missed the ball a little bit. That was literally my only gripe with the story. I don't know, like, once we got to the temple and we saw some of what happened, it was like, my hatred towards what How could happened, you hate him? He uh, is so precious. He I must mean, be protected at all costs. Oh, no, when he did what he did, I hated him. Um, so like, quick to all, anger, Michael. It just, like, like, all that, like, love and affection, it was like, you... You did this. Screw you. I mean, uh, um, I guess we can talk about it later. Cause I, 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 in order to defend him, I would have to spoil stuff, and I don't wanna, I don't wanna do that. So I'm just gonna say that you know, I, I, I don't agree with it, but I understand. I will say that he redeemed himself a little bit. That, did he really? As, he ain't had no choice. Exactly. So I don't know if I can really forgive him. Um, that said, I'm, and I'm not going to right, get, but I understand. Let's just say that we may not have seen the end of it. Cause remember, uh, he, he went somewhere else. He still got it. Exactly. He still got it. So I trust, I trust me. Like it's going to make sense. If you watch a walkthrough or play the game or read up on the story, I promise you, we're not talking gibberish <laughs> like this, <laughs> like this, all everything, like it has a meaning so yeah and you know i like what you said like there are missions for little side characters who are in some aspects they're kind of main characters too like um dax uh brin uh uh what's the dude the old dude's name the old sentinel well the old freelancer sent who oh, no 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 the one that does stuff on the wall Oh, you mean the the black guy? No, the oh, the one who. Hey, Chilogen, how you doing, man? No, the one that like you go out and you get the links and so on and so forth, and he writes their their information on the wall. Oh, Yarrow. Yarrow, that's his name. Yes. I oh like no, Chilogen, don't say that. The anthem is not Destiny's little brother. It's. It's actually a little different. It's actually quite can, a bit different. Can I have a link to the Periscope so that I can see this this foolishness? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. Give me just one second. But yeah, no, that's that's not the case at all, dude. Like, in all honesty, this game has a lot more going for it than any of that, and. I have a question for that user, Chilogen. Sorry to cut you off. I have a question. Uh huh. Why do you feel as though it's Destiny's little brother? 
I mean, well, we That's can continue the discussion yeah. as he thinks about his answer. I want to know from you why you feel that that is... I'm, I don't know if y'all can tell. I know I just came, but I am super passionate about Anthem. Anthem is like my little child. So I get really defensive when people like start bashing it for no reason. So I, or like, because, you, know, you know, like Destiny has like a really um, negative stigma at the moment. So I just want to know personally why you feel as though like... Or like, what do you, what do you, what did you mean by that? Was it like a, is it a good thing? Like, was it a bad thing? Um, what's your meaning behind that? Thank you. <laughs> She's putting you on the spot there, children. I, I just want to know. I just want to know. I mean, I want to know as well. Like, I, I honestly don't see it. This, I can see. Actually, no. Let me, let me rephrase it. I can see elements of destiny. Right. Right. But I see elements of other games too, like Diablo, because you know the masterwork system and uh, like actually like the way how the stats roll on the weapons and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And then there's the actual tier systems, like uh, easy, normal, hard, Grandmaster One, Grandmaster Two, Grandmaster Three. Mm-hmm. People have dug into the game; they found a Grandmaster Four inside there. Um, Stop digging, man, y'all. Just let it be natural. Like, essentially, there's much more to this. And that's kind of, like, where you were coming as well. And I think that's the reason why the end of, well, the end game story ends the way it does. It's because that's not the end. Even at the end, they're saying, hey, there's actually some more stuff that's going to be happening. Uh-huh. So. I think in March, eh? Right there? Yeah. Because, okay, let's let's actually take a look at, because um, I did go over the message that the developer had said and that they had given us a new uh, roadmap. So let's actually go and take a look at this roadmap. And we actually have a year one. And they, they break it down. So they have recurring updates, which is quality of life, fixes, improvements, and optimizations. Then weekly allowance um, alliance coins, which, you know, People were saying, oh, this game's going to be you pay to win and uh, it's going to have microtransactions and so on and so forth. But honestly, Clearly those people weren't reading properly. No, they weren't because the microtrans, microtrans, microtransactions <laughs> shush, <you. laughs> are just purely cosmetic. Like they are just skin, just uh, paints, uh, different types of metals, uh, javelin designs. Nothing that affects how the game is actually played. Um, And you can get this. You don't even have to buy stuff with real money. You get this just from having friends that also play the game. And every week, more friends that play the game and the more that they do and so on, the more everyone who's friends with everyone else gets. It's a really nice, like, loyalty system. Um. Also, another reoccurring update is that the daily, weekly, and monthly challenges, which actually sometimes are a little more difficult to do. Like, I think we, I know I've cleared out the the daily ones twice, maybe three times. I've finished the monthly one, which actually I think ends tomorrow. Um, I still need to finish up the weekly one. I don't know if I finished that up yet or not. Um, But essentially, there are continuous things that you can then do to raise yourself in different like 
able to give yourself coin, to give yourself like uh, different faction points, stuff like that. And apparently the cosmetic guy, Prospero, who you meet early on in the game, he's going to be having a store refresh later on as well. So there's going to be nice. more items and things may actually look a little bit better. You don't know. For February, of course, was launch, and then there's going to be a new free play, well, several free play events, uh, Outlaw Outrage, There Be Giants, and Shaper Surge. So we've probably seen some of those out there inside, and these are, again, inside the free play element. They don't necessarily get named, like when you go there, but you may have actually already started playing some of these without actually knowing. Then we get into March. And this is where things start to get interesting. And I still haven't seen anything from you, Chilogen. So if you're watching, you know, Duan did ask you a question. Feel free to answer. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Putting him on the spot. You can answer in, in the Discord later if you, if you want. Um, but yeah, March is going to be having Elysian Stronghold um, caches. So... That's essentially chests inside the Elysium Strongholds. And Strongholds are pretty much the dungeons inside this game. So you have free play, you have missions, you have contracts, and then you have Strongholds. And Strongholds, by far, are one of the more difficult things to complete inside this game. It's um, like Strongholds, just to give person's a gauge of how difficult it is it's harder than a strike but easier than a raid so, so it's like another little middle ground yeah and you know that's decent because i mean i'll put it this way during the demos they had the stronghold one way and that was really enjoyable but also like hard then we came to the actual game and they turned that up. Like, this is, it was. <laughs> that was, they did us so dirty. Oh, that my was gosh. dirty. They, they changed up so much and made it just so much harder, but it was so much more enjoyable when we actually just completed it. Like, I know I enjoyed it. Um, but, you know, I now need to get used to this new version. Not only that, we're then going to need to start, once we hit level 30, start taking a look to do, like, Grandmaster stuff. And so things are just going to get turned up a whole new level, after level, after level, as we get used to it. And that's that's essentially where this game is currently at. You're consistently making yourself better. Um, to do that, there's where these other things are coming in, like new items, uh, like... I'm pretty sure there's going to be new guns, new gear, maybe some new types of um, special effects, uh, so on and so forth. We're going to be at um, the end of the game. You unlock legendary missions. And in March, that's when phase one of these missions starts to roll out. <laughs> and see, that's that's another thing. These reviewers aren't taking any of this really into 
effect. Like they're, they're again. Oh, did we already speak about the reviewers? That was gonna be like my favorite part. Yo, why did you wait on me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I talked about them a bit. It's pretty much saying you know they they pretty much just focus mainly on the demos and the first day stuff and not really looking towards where the game actually is after the patches. They and... focus on on all the narratives. Period. Like I saw another YouTuber. I call out another one because apparently they were lying on EA and Bioware to um, get clicks for their video. Like it's gotten that bad. Wow. So the the hate train is real for this. (laughs) Ouch. But you know, that's not entirely surprising because we already found out that, you know, Aside from, you know, not really paying anyone to do reviews or, like, giving people early access to the game to play beforehand without, you know, having the need for Origin Access or EA Pass, essentially, um, a lot of people have really started to knock the game down because of that, and which is unfair because you really shouldn't be basing a game based off of its demo or before day one patch, especially... Because most MMORPGs, and this is kind of what I was touching on earlier, they have really craptastic launch days. And my thing about it is this is the first weekend. My thing about it is my thing about it is is that it's not even a fact that they should expect Apache games because no one should have to expect something that they they bought that's supposed to be completed. That's like me getting my AirPods and I open it up and only my right airport and like that's not what i paid for and i pay full price that's not what i paid for right my thing about it is is you have games that have been released from last year that are not patched yet okay <laughs> like you have games like ubisoft it's like i'm sorry publishers like ubisoft who been releasing patchy games and it's just i, I mean like people give them this is an R-rated. I don't know. It's shit. I don't know. People give them shit. For <laughs> <laughs> for like um um people give them shit for releasing a patchy game, but at the end of the day, like y'all still can buy a Ubisoft game. If Ubisoft decided today or tomorrow that they were gonna run out with another Assassin's Creed game, y'all would bitch about it and then y'all would be right there in line for it. Pretty much. And I then mean... y'all would complain about it, and Ubisoft never answers. But Bioware does, and that's that is the difference, and that is why I will support them because at least they are listening, and at least we know they're listening. But like, you know how long people have been bitching about Destiny and their crappy loadouts, their crappy um 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 load times, uh systems, those their their load <laughs> times, the freaking story, uh uh basically buying an unfinished game, like we like people have been complaining about that long before like a year before forsaken even dropped and they had they didn't say anything to the uh, the consumers they just left them up in the blue floating in limbo and there's nothing i hate more than floating in, lim- in limbo and that's where they left us yep. bungie left us floating in limbo and no no bungie didn't leave. and then they oh, sorry, and then, bungie, bungie. sorry yeah yeah they left us floating in limbo and then they charged us to pick to get to, to obtain the completed game you pay for Anthem once and everything after that is free except cosmetics and y'all making noise. Why? Every time there's a part, they literally last minute put in the launch bay because people requested it. 
And see, the I thing mean, about like, it is the cosmetics their you customer can get for service, free. Their customer service is, like, so top tier. I, I mean, I understand, yeah. They released the patchy game. They probably should have waited. Did you talk about how apparently the release date was supposed to be in September? Or no, not? I actually hadn't even gotten to that part yet. Yikes. Okay, critically yikes. So, apparently it was supposed to be released. Sorry, but it was supposed to be released in September. And yeah, it would have been nice for them to wait for us to get a finished game. But at the moment, like, with EA as their possible shot, they have somebody's foot on their neck. Like, so, I mean, like, I I understand enough to give them a bit of leeway and to say, well, okay, I can give you a room to breathe because I could see this game being, like, way better than Destiny, way better than... If they do it right, it probably will be on a tail like a Final Fantasy fourteen. I think it's fourteen. Hmm. I don't know. Like it could. I... I don't. Not as large, but the support that it has, like definitely yeah. be like the only other MMO RPG I know that gets like real time updates and developers talking with the consumers is Final Fantasy. That's why I call them. Yeah. That's the only other live game that I know that does that. But See, it's not just me that thinks that. She's saying the same thing. Oh yeah. I mean I just feel like if you don't complete a game, just won't play it. But you don't have to bad mouth them when they try and they like they're honestly trying and they're like this at this point there's nothing they can do except move forward and either you can support them or just be quiet about it and go play another game. That's how I feel. I mean, you're not wrong. Not wrong I least. mean, everybody is entitled to their opinion, but I mean, like people see, I, I would, I, I, I would respect the bashing because it's not really bashing if it's the truth, right? It is true that the story was kind of short, in my opinion. It is true that you know, every time I walk into the launch, not the launch bay, the loading deck, um, the NPCs like they skate, like they literally like sh- across the screen, like, like they're like, everybody get in your places. <laughs> And then, like, they just skate across the screen and stuff. And I'm like, like, yeah, like, that stuff happens. Like, people getting kicked out their games before. And, like, have to start over a whole mission all over again. And that's fine. That is true. And they're working on it. My thing about it is, is that you have people who have not even touched the demo. The, the free demo that everyone was able to play. Like, you could have taken the time. Like, me, I'm not really, for, uh, for example, with Division 2. I'm not really too hot for Division but I was still willing, like, a lot of people was telling me, hey, check this out, check this out on my Twitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was willing to, like, go download it to give it a try. Everybody was hype over um, Apex. Yeah, Apex Everyone Legends. was hype over Apex Legends. And I was like, okay, what's so good about this game? And it's like, oh, it's really good. It's really good. You should try it. So I went and I downloaded it. I ended up not, um, I ended up not playing Division 2 because you had to pre-order the game and wanted to play the demo and I was stupid. Like, I'm not, I'm not spending a whole $60 just to play the demo and then if I don't like it, I like y'all already have my money. No, that's 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 not cool. Um, but I did that on Apex Legend, and I made I formed an opinion of my own instead of just watching re- um, YouTubers and watching um, the I'm sorry, reading these review articles and just like taking it at face value because I wasn't expecting to enjoy Apex Legends as much as I do, as much as I did, and I could actually see myself playing that in the long run if I actually learned the controls. It's just that Anthem has my attention right now, but. Like, if I had gone off what I saw around um, the internet, then I would have never played it, and I would have missed mm-hmm. out on a possibly good game. So it's like, you haven't even played the game yet, and you have, like, such a strong opinion, and, like, opinions on the internet. Like, I could really hurt that company when it could grow to be something bigger than what Destiny was. So it's like, I mean, like, if you haven't, at this, at this point, 
all speculations out of the window. And if you want to have an opinion about the game and a correct opinion about the game, like I, I would listen to your opinion if you actually played it, not the demo. If you actually play the game at this point, because the game is out. So like, there's nothing stopping you from buying it and just forming your own opinion instead of acting like you share in a brain. And you know, there's a simple thing that talks, and that's numbers. If you take a look at the PS4 trophies, one of the um, early missions in the game is called Early Warnings. And that has a 92.2% completion by people who have downloaded and who have bought the game, which is good, and that's normal. But then you get further on, and, you know, Triple Threat, that's something that's a lot further down the line in the story. And... Mm -hmm. That has a 20.4% uh, completion rate. And for a game that just came out Friday, so that's been like four days, four or five days, for people who have already gotten 20% into the game, that's one-fifth. Like, they, they would have completed four-fifths out of the game, I should say. I think that shows that there are people that are enjoying this game. Yeah. There, there is 0.1% of persons who have gotten all trophies in this game. What? Like, what y'all eating? Like, what is your sleep schedule? Like, do you not have a job or something? Are y'all getting paid to play games? Can you please shoot me an application? Like, it's weird. Like, even um, the the trophy, the Tomb of General Tarsus, which is kind of like a little bit further than midway of the game, but not quite like end game, but it's close-ish. That has a 38.6% completion rate. So for a game that, you know, we are telling people not to rush and actually just sit back and enjoy, this game has people playing, okay? And for them to be making it that far, something's got to be doing it. And see, that's the next thing with these reviewers and people complaining about things it's like okay you're complaining but then you're still showing content of you like finishing up the game and everything like that so you just tortured yourself just for this review sure you did it's just stupid sure you did ronaldo is saying uh money talks duan we're gone enjoy cough cough sweaty cough cough I'm not sure what they enjoy in sweaty pyres. You may want to refresh me on that. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I was asking Ray to explain that one to me. But, yeah, like, there's a lot of stuff. Like, even with the games, um, the game design itself. The world is beautiful. Beautiful? Oh, very beautiful. expensive. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff that actually goes into it from everything from wildlife to weather effects, to uh, just simple movements around, things spawning, events happening, uh, chests, and keeping track of all that information, and so on and so forth. And it does it fairly well. Like, sure, like Duan says, there are bugs here and there. Um, and sometimes you get the random titan doing a moonwalk, in a sense. But the fact of the matter still remains that the game, for the most part, is well done. And even with the shooting system and actually like 
attacks and stuff like that it's by far one of the best that i've seen for something of this genre um people were talking about oh how there's a delay between the time someone gets hit and the damage and it's like but that happens in other games you shoot and there's generally a little bit of a delay because of distance what are you talking about this is how you guys wanted these games for like three four years ago you didn't want to just shoot in it instantaneously take damage you wanted real-time effects that's what you're getting there's gonna be a delay so in all honesty a lot of the reviews that i've seen a lot of people that are really complaining i think the number of them are doing it for just to be cool and say like oh well this game sucks um, i think i think a lot of them i want to give like a couple of them like the benefit of a doubt and assume that you know they just want to be a part of the discussion because that's the thing too like wanting to be um i guess just i mean just have something to say just have a narrative about or have an opinion based on what they think they know they just want to be able to discuss it at some length and if they don't have the game then the next best um step is youtube that's true um molly's saying that they complete so much of the game because so fast because they sweaty players i don't quite get that last part but i think they just do it because the three of us we played the demos we played well i know i played the vip demo um the one i had an issue with playing vip chris was able to play VIP. <laughs> um but we all played the open demo as well and from each of those demos i know for the first set both myself and chris wanted to continue playing like we were itching for the game like it had become somewhat of an addiction um, honestly and then the open one and we felt that way Dwan obviously now is also feeling the same way and that's the reason why at friday 12 o'clock in the morning a.m we found ourselves turning on our ps4s jumping on and doing a few hours playing together and just like enjoying the the world and admittedly i'm not gonna get into the the whole playing together thing because we did play a solo a little bit but now that we're end game we're actually playing together a lot more and there were some people saying you know play the game solo because you know things can load out four so for example if you uh some missions require you to join up with other people um if you decide to do that then uh well i shouldn't say required but they give you the option and it's heavily um nudge towards playing with other people if you do decide to play with other people and you load in later on you may miss one to three lines of the conversation so you may actually lose a little bit of the story there and so if you want to play and actually get the full storyline then playing solo is your thing now me personally i never really had that issue as i was actually almost always one of the first persons to load into the game so and i never really moved ahead unlike some other players who will just as soon as they load they're gone and they're they're rushing off towards the mission which is another thing that is irkful because you could be flying Hi, right behind me. this person and you I get the notification person. 
you will get the notification that says, hey, you need to rush over to this this checkpoint because we're going to teleport you shortly <laughs> if you don't make it there. And it's like, can you can you not? Can you please not? Like, I'm almost right there. I'm on the verge of overheating. Like, give me a second to get there. Honestly. And hold on, were you saying you are the person that just rushes? Or are you the person that plays solo? Or are you the person that just waits there? I am the person that rushes and plays solo. As soon as I load in, that's me. <laughs> well, now we know what kind of player Dwan is. Sorry. <laughs> Man, sorry. I don't be into that. That thing popping up is giving me anxiety. It gives me anxiety. How does it give you an anxiety? Because I don't want to be loaded. I don't want to be loaded. Okay, what happened to me was when I when I when I play with um a group of persons online. Mm-hmm. What had happened was I fell in the back, and then they loaded me, and then they loaded me somewhere far away. So, but oh. like I tried to catch up, and when I tried to catch up, I got loaded again. I was like torture. It was like a cycle of torture, and I was just like I don't. Y'all don't know what I've been through, man. When I was in single player, y'all don't know the things I've seen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I just would rather not be. I'm not a sweaty player. What, what is that? <laughs> I, I don't know what like Nally's going on about this like sweaty. I player think, thing. I think you're confusing uh, what we're talking about because right now we're talking about when after you load into the game, people who who start flying before waiting until the other person's like load in. That's what we're talking about. But I didn't rush the game. Yeah, no. We may have finished it in like four days, three, four days. But we took our time. It's just that we continuously played it. We didn't like cut any corners or anything like that. We we played the game and went through about 30-something hours of uh, story and free play and stuff like that. And admittedly, there were some times when I spent a few hours just trying to complete a mission that wouldn't register for whatever reason until... Oh yeah, if you're trying to do your multi-kills in Anthem, try to find a scar teleporter thingy, that drill thing that kind of comes up under the from the ground and like a bunch of them come out from it. You'll be able to get your kills if you do if you just like continuously shoot with your gun and just kill them one by one. That's the only way that really worked out for me. I know some people were saying and some developers were saying, oh, yeah, certain ultimates work. Yeah, well, ultimates work. No, it's just certain ultimates work, like mainly the Inceptor, because you do that and then you hit them one by one. Ranger's own doesn't seem to work, even though, you know, it should. Uh, Colossus, some people said that worked, but I'm seeing some people saying it doesn't. And Storm's own, I tried that. It doesn't work either because you're hitting them all at the same time. So, yeah, there again are some things that could be explained better. But... Don't get me started. <laughs> I was highly upset when I started the game, um, assuming that they were going to teach me how to play with the thing. And then they never did. Yeah, no. That was a big mistake on that part. There is a tutorial section inside the um, system right next to where you check your mail. So if you press the, uh, I forget what this is, the touchpad button right here on your PS4 controller or, you know, pretty much whatever you use to do something similar. I don't know what it is on PC because I haven't really played much on PC. But um, 
Yeah, you can find the information there, and it gives you very detailed breakdowns of stuff. It's just you need to go and look for it, and it's not easily laid out, which, I mean, is a, both a good thing and a bad thing because then you're not, like, inundated to re be required to go through this tutorial setup. Um, no, it, it, they, that should have been, like, a mandatory thing. Like, I don't like that. I had to figure out that I had to press start to and then go into uh, into something and then go into expositions in order to find my um what's it called um task i guess um oh yeah. the trials sorry yeah, yeah like uh -uh. for shame by well <laughs> well kuma the kid 242 says shame on you dawn <laughs> well what i do uh, what I do? I didn't even do nothing, baby. I don't even be doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't be doing nothing, people be coming for me. Uh, I think it's because you know you you rush the game and you play so. I didn't rush. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I did yes. not rush the game. Okay. No, no, no. that you rush pushing people ahead and then what? having them load up in, but instead because when well, you load up and then you have rush. better internet. Wow. Okay. I see you. Have better internet. Donna's letting a little inner savage inside her show a little bit right I now. don't know why you surprised us. When we used to play Final Fantasy, I was a healer and I used to be the first one through the door. Like, <laughs> this true. is me, baby. This is true. This is true. First one through the door. Let's go. Let's get this over. <laughs> 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 <was> like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, she, she I have does a rush. very aggressive place though. She she like, does. She really does. Me, I'm the more, you know, I'll sit because of how I used to play and I got into a lot of trouble, like stepping in the goo and stuff like that, that I shouldn't be stepping in. Like I've become a lot more cautious in how I play. And so I'm the person that impromptu stays alive. <laughs> gotta gotta um work with it as you go along. <laughs> Oh, Ray's calling you an ash main, clearly. What that mean? I don't know what that mean. Should uh, I be offended? No, well, let him explain that one. I'm not going to talk for him. But, back to Anthem. And, you know, actually, you were going through, like, the different stuff. And, you know what? We only just finished talking about March. There's April stuff, too. There's the mastery system, which we still haven't really, like, seen what that's all about. If we actually open that image up. Uh, Can I have the link to that image, please? Uh, Y'all see Michael? Michael is the kind of person in school who never shared his notes. Wow! Really, Dwan? Uh, Nally's saying, sounds like you perspire a lot playing. What's a good word? Keep trying to, keep trying to get under your nerve. That's all I can say. I don't know. I mean, a part I could say, I could say stuff too. But yeah. So we've got the master. There's system. the word you're looking for is sweaty. I'm not a sweaty player. <laughs> <laughs> Which essentially is showing like the grandmaster system, but you know, I don't really see much on that, so I'm not sure if that's actually going to be it or not. Um, you said it. Yeah, I sent it to you over WhatsApp. Oh. 
Oh, sorry. Let me uh, send it to you over Skype then. I got it. I got it. It's actually better if you send me over WhatsApp. Okay. Um, but yeah, we've got more new items coming up in April as well. We've got the Cortex locked free play events. So it seems like that's probably going to be coming quite a bit. It seems to be getting like these uh, free play events are going to be happening at limited times, essentially. That's the way it feels. Um, then we've got the phase two for the legendary missions, which means even more missions are going to be coming out. Then there's a new stronghold called the Sunken, so that brings our total up of to four strongholds or dungeons or whatever you want to call them, which are again difficult, especially when you then start to take it to um, Grandmaster level, which we've still yet to do. Key thing here, guy: if you feel the game is being too easy or that you know if the gameplay is lacking, you're probably playing on the wrong difficulty. Listen to me. <laughs> the jump between end game. Like hard and was the masterwork? Is that the next step? Grandmaster. Yeah, that that is like night and day. Listen to me, I was dying. Like I would even, <laughs> I am so happy this game doesn't show stats at the end where it's like, oh, you kill this much people and you died this much time. Because I'm pretty sure my my count would have been like over five every time. Like I died so much throughout the whole game. And by the time I reached the end game, I was like, Haha, "Is this your king? Is this <laughs> your king?" Like I was just beasting through that. Way. I was so surprised. And then they were like, "Oh, we're not. We're still on hard. We're not on grandmaster." And I just broke yep. my confidence. Yep. See, so I thought I was getting better. That's the thing, guys. Easy and normal. We tried those in the demo, and those were. This game don't even have a normal, a normal mode. Eh? It's just easy and, and hard. Easy it's, and hard. No, it's easiest, easy, and then hard. Uh, I had someone that was messaging me on uh, Twitter, uh, the person who runs Cult, pretty much saying, you know, they Cult Gaming. Let me just say that before I get into trouble. Um, they were pretty much saying, you know, the game is too easy. The like the storyline was so and so. The gameplay, I'm like. What difficulty were you playing? Oh, I was playing on normal. I'm like, yeah, normal's easy. If you want actual, like, normal difficulty, where it's actually, like, a good amount of, um, you know, competitiveness and you need to actually try to think, go to hard. And that's what I have to say to pretty much anyone that wants to play the game. Don't be afraid of the word hard. Because a lot of games nowadays, they'll say, like, oh, this is... Uh, this is the hard level chances are that's the level that you should actually be playing at like because that's the right difficulty i think even you and chris like noticed that even with um games like god of war and spider-man earlier last year well later on last year hey do uh, what about though uh, essentially the the hard levels for that was from what i remember correctly you guys are saying that's the that should have been like the normal level because they weren't really that difficult. They were the right level of difficulty. No, no. See, I guess that might have been his argument, but I look at those that in particular a bit different because if I start a game on hard, like technically it's not hard because I don't have anything to compare it to. So that's just me playing normally. Like that's how I look at it. Mm. I don't have anything to compare it to to say, well, oh, this was harder than 
something being hard, you need something to compare it to. So the fact that I have nothing to compare it to means that it's just normal for me. So I normally start all my games on hard, and that's that's just normal for me. Except, except Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that actually is a fair point because, like we said, the demos had the like the strongholds, which we played a ton of. Um, back during the demos. They were at a reasonable difficulty. When we actually played it in the the actual game, like that was a lot harder. And because we knew how it was before and what they tuned it up to, mm-hmm. it felt harder. Mm-hmm. Yep. So So like I, I yeah, I mean I get um like now, uh I could say that masterwork is harder than the hard mode that I play. Yeah, grandmaster, sorry, I keep saying the wrong one. Um, Grandmaster is harder than um, the hard mode that I play because now I have something to compare it to. Yeah. Like, fuck, keep me God of War. <laughs> now he says he's not mature enough for this conversation. Um, but oh, I know. <laughs> it's not just like the new stronghold. They're actually going to be bringing in weekly stronghold challenges. So there are going to be special things that you need to do every week in a particular stronghold. And don't forget, this is the same month that they bring in a completely new stronghold. Um, there's also going to be bringing in leaderboards to show you. So the same thing that Dwan is happy that probably has not been in the game so far. That's probably going to end up being in the game. <laughs> and we're getting, <laughs> we're going to be getting guilds, which is different than the alliance system. Uh, no, you're, you're mature enough. You're just cracking jokes. I know you're only joking. Um, the leaderboards may not show the deaths. They may just show like how much person, how much damage someone did with their alts and particular guns and so on and so forth. How many times someone rezzed. That kind of information. I don't know. We'll have to see when that actually goes out. As for guilds, like I said, they're a little different than the alliance system, which is the alliance system, again, is pretty much your friend network. Which is, you know, the more friends, the more they play, the more coins you get at the end of the week. Guilds, money, 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 money. Maybe something a little bit more expansive than that. And there may eventually become like guild missions and um, guild challenges or something along those lines. Where you, as a guild, have to work towards a particular goal. Sorry, goal. And um, it gives you a certain reward. There's a lot they can do with guilds. We just have to see how they implement it properly. And it would be nice to see how they do it because I was thinking that we could have a, like a Bahamian guild for Anthem eventually. Uh, then we move on to May and that's when the Cataclysm starts. Now we saw a hint at towards what the Cataclysm is going to be like at the very end part of the open demo uh, a few weeks ago. And the entire world seems to be changing. Environment changes. Things are starting to spawn a lot more. Um, during the demo, we never saw a Titan until like that very last few moments before the game uh, closed down for the demo. Um, but I'm pretty sure we'll be seeing a lot more stuff inside the world and things changing. We already see that there's going to be new missions Uh Actually, Cortex locked. Now that I'm looking at it, since they say a free play event and new missions, Cortex locked. That may actually be them hiding stuff. So they don't want to actually say what it is. 
and of course they have new rewards for new items and so on so that's just the end of act one they have an act two and an act three so just the fact that they have four months worth of information here technically since they're including february means that there, there's probably going to be one act every four months so this it's going to be like a Every four months, you're going to get a new act, which means more information, more stuff. So we've got at least a year's worth, and from what I'm seeing, of information here that we can probably go through. So with the people who consistently say, oh, there's not enough in the game, it's boring, this and the next, or you just blew through it and now you're at endgame and you don't want to actually play it like how Diablo's played or something like that, then don't worry. There's going to be more stuff. There's going to be more story. There's going to be more baddies to fight new races to fight against new guns to unlock and i know somebody who's very who's looking for the gun customization yes and i'm i know someone who's very lucky and happy about their masterwork they got last night <laughs> yeah there's the smile yeah your girl got a masterwork y'all your girl got a masterwork. Oh man! She was it the is, first it's out of called our team. Thunderbolt of Evinia, I think. Yep, Evinia. She's the first person on our team to actually get a masterwork item. We've been getting epics for a while now, but she got the first masterwork. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy, and then like after at the end of the mission, like I got kicked out, and I was so scared. I thought I lost it. I was about to fly. And Bioworks DM. Fly, I say. And see, that's the thing. Even if you disconnect inside, like, a mission or a free play or something like that, if you disconnect instead of a mission, you can come back and join the mission back up again. If you disconnect in a free play and you picked up an item, just go back into free play. And at the end, of, and you can leave as soon as you, like, load in, and you'll get your items back. Like, it keeps a record of that. So you don't actually lose anything. <laughs> So you don't, Yay. you don't have to worry about that, I should say. Wow. Like, Nally, what is up with you in the word sweat today? Like that that seems to be your like your keyword. Is that like your moist kind of like word? Are you sweaty for me? Oh. Oh my. You using my name a lot too. Are you trying to send me signals? Oh. This certainly, definitely, just got adult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No, I meant like if we, if like maybe like he thinks that I'm so because I googled it and apparently like it has a dual meaning, and sweat master also means somebody who's really good at a game. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with that definition. Let's go with that mission. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah, we've kind of gone over our uh, our time limit by quite a bit, but... Oh, we did? Yeah, it's, oh, it's like 8 o'clock. Sorry, because I come late. It's cool. Like, the thing about this game, though, folks, and that you have to remember, apparently Nally's down for whatever, and I am about to turn off chat. <laughs> Before this really starts leading places. What I gotta say, did you talk about how um like the story mode is gonna be like 
similar to Fortnite in a way that they're going to have, like, seasons. So I guess that's what the act is about. So they're going to have, like, a live um, progression of story in the form of, I guess, acts. Because I'm looking at the page now that you sent. So I guess after act one is done, that's one part of the story. And then another one is going to be introduced. And it's kind of like Fortnite. Like, once you miss that that section, then it's gone for good. Essentially, yeah. Um, because, like, even within this same act that we're still in, remember, it's going to be there for four months. We're getting new stuff that's being rolled out. So you can expect more quests. Um, there's the mastery stuff. There's new strongholds, new weekly stuff. Endgame isn't actually Endgame, folks. Like, in this aspect, it's a lot like Destiny. Because then there's just going to be another expansion, except you don't need to pay for the expansion because you already paid for the full game. So, in this case, it's a lot more, a lot more like Guild Wars. Guild Wars Probably. 2 at that. Because you don't have to pay for anything more than just a regular Guild Wars 2. I wonder if it's only be, like because it was supposed to be released in September, and so that's why they're not charging us. Like, what if they, what if we reach September? Like, what if we finish Act One, and then they'd be like, "Oh, purchase a free pass." I don't think for... they that. Cause... I hope not, man. I'd be so hurt. Because they haven't mentioned anything about that, like at all, anywhere. And the yeah, way they've been pretty been talking, transparent. Exactly. Like they, they're very upfront with their stuff. Um. So, I, I honestly don't see something like that happening. But I do see more stuff coming in and more people playing. And I, I'm really hoping it doesn't. Actually, no, I don't see this even becoming like a Monster Hunter World kind of thing where like they just bring in rehash stuff some people say the game's because oh, so you're just boring. Lo- you're just loading into the game and shooting stuff and at that point i can j- say that's pretty much any other game that's a shooter fortnite apex legends you're Call getting mad at the game for doing what the game was supposed to do what halo destiny like doom guns these are all games that you load in you shoot things and then you like leave if you really want to like that's boil like it down getting- to basics that's like getting mad at Monster Hunter for like coming up with new monsters. That's dumb. Exactly. And so, the way how they're going with it, I don't really see a problem. I don't see it becoming an issue. You just don't try to hate the game just to hate the game. Give it Preach, a shot. Because you actually may find yourself really addicted to it in a good way. Or maybe an honor. A sweaty way. Sweat, sweat. Thinking about it, I probably would suggest not doing what we did and just spending like two days and like first thing in the morning, like AM morning, playing this game just to play it. Um, just take your time. Like, do what people say, take your time with it, enjoy the game. Because again, there's a lot to see. And even with exploration, I've only really and truly explored and gotten a trophy for one area in the game. And there are many, 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 many. So there's a lot to see. There's a lot to do. There's a lot of things to read. And admittedly, that can get a little annoying, especially with certain characters like Neeson. But overall, I would say the game currently i think a lot of people would agree with me who actually play the game 
would give this game a lot a higher score than a five or a six unlike what some of these review sites do i would actually give it a seven maybe a 7.5 agreed with the potential to be a nine um especially once things get really like ironed out more things are added so on and so forth like i i really have faith in this game especially with how the team has been handling stuff and being transparent and actually working towards resolving what people are actually complaining about say don't be nally saying don't be sweaty be patient we're catchphrase that's that's we're, we're um patterning that catchphrase and that's going to be like ours now thanks for that nally um but yeah like any final thoughts on anthem there Dwan? i love it <laughs> and it's a little baby and it's gonna grow to be strong a strong young adult i have faith in the developers and if you guys have any questions you can always like hit them up on twitter or reddit where they actually read this stuff they actually see it yep oh. and they actually respond also, also, if you play Anthem and, you know, you want to show off your javelin to us, you should tag us and more cookies so you can see it. My javelin looks so fly. Is that the, uh, like, the spidery looking one that you designed? Which spidery? The black one? Well, I have, no. a, I have, a, I have, I have a black one, a, a frost, and a light one, so. Okay. But, yeah, guys, so feel free to shoot us those over on either in the Discord that we have or over on Twitter. Our handle on Twitter is M-O-A-R underscore cookies. And you can shoot us them right there. We'll probably respond, shoot some of our own, share yours, and you never know. We may find them up on this episode when we actually go live and, like, clean this episode up and whatnot. But... That's it for this episode of Esports Wrap, guys. This one was actually a real fun one to do, even though we did it in kind of an unhealthy way and just, like, binge the game. Um, it was very fun. I'm probably going to be playing the game continuous once I... a little bit later on today and for the rest of the week, probably. <laughs> I'm backlogged in my anime because of this game. I'll Thank God I don't watch anime anymore. I mean, like, not as consistent. What happened? Oh. Oh, okay. That's interesting. When did this happen? Oh, I mean, for a long time, I don't really watch anime like that. Hmm? I pro- I'm probably only following um The Promised Neverland, Mob Psycho, and something else. I can't remember. I don't even watch. I don't like watching anime week after week, man. It's so annoying. Alright, I just wait for them to pile up and I can just watch them all. That is true. That is very it's true. Highly annoying. But yeah, so guys, um, don't forget, Esports Wrap is on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our sister show, More Tech, is on Thursdays at the same time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you want to join us in any of our conversations that we generally have between the shows or get news on games and technology and stuff like that, feel free to jump into our Discord chat. We have it. If you're on Twitch or Mixer, then we have a link down below underneath this video. 
if you're on youtube then we have it in the description and if you are somehow watching this if you're watching this on periscope then we have the information in on our twitter um handle as well that said uh i'd like to thank everyone for coming on uh, i'd like to thank juan for making time to jump onto this episode and to all the commenters and followers that we got on this episode don't forget if you missed any part of this episode we do have a podcast and this will be up re-uploaded once it's cleaned up on youtube so you can listen to the audio version on the podcast or just rewatch it on youtube a little bit later on probably uh wednesday so yeah until next time guys oh is there anything you want to end off with one yeah, if you guys want to play with me, I guess I can give them my handle, which is DwaniJ, D W A N I E J, on PlayStation, and we can play together. <laughs> and I can get rich off of y'all from your coins. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to do it. Uh, Again, it's a mutual benefit. Uh, I may as well plug my own Tatsumi, T U T S U M I, 242. Probably going to change that once the PSN name changes come about in a few months. But um, I think I'm going to keep mine. Well, yours is nice. Um, only reason why I added the 242 at the end of mine was because somehow my own got taken. I think that was my old account. But yeah, until next time, guys. Some more cookies. Bye bye. Take care.